The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ultra Natty is a singer, songwriter, record producer and DJ who's achieved success on the pop charts with songs such as Free, If You Could Read My Mind and Automatic. And now she's confirmed rumours of a new studio album titled Ultra by dropping its lead single Miracle, which will be out on all streaming platforms from Monday the 6th of June. And she's with us here just now, of course. Good afternoon. How are you today? Hi, what's up what's up good day now this new song miracle how would you describe it because it's quite upbeat and dancey isn't it it is i mean i mean i really feel like that's what we needed Mm. i wrote most of the um i wrote pretty much 90 percent of my new album um during the pandemic so i felt like a lot of the songs that i was writing were speaking to what um, some of the angst and fear and drama um, and instability that people were feeling, but there was also a, ne- a necessity as an artist and songwriter to give mm-hmm. people a bit of hope and inspiration. So Miracle drills down on and finding our power within ourselves. It really speaks mainly, um, I geared it towards women mm-hmm. and women's empowerment, especially women of color, uh, marginalized communities, to really just speak to like our what we're all going through and find finding that space within ourselves to appreciate who we are and what makes us special and as individuals and collectively as you know as as all people here on this this little ball in the air here we're all just trying to figure it out as we go so it's a bit of inspiration behind it yeah and if you're being completely honest how long did it take you to write this song in particular this song actually came pretty quickly um Mm. you know when you've got days and hours to whittle away trying to just you know just um doing what you do which is which was actually one of the brighter points for me during the pandemic because I'm usually writing in the midst of touring a lot and being torn a a lot of different ways um, and having to switch focus and switch gears all the time so it was really great and it was um, cathartic for me actually Mm -hmm. to kind of um, get up every day and pick up the thread of where I left off the day before when the idea concept was right was fresh to be able to kind of um, play with that in that moment and see Mm -hmm. where it lended itself and this track was one of the really easy ones to come together I just kind of 
vibed off off the groove, um, which gave me a very Afro rhythmic uh, kind of feel. Mm. So, you know, if I just lay in the pocket and let the song sort of speak for itself. Yeah. And what is that process when you write a song normally? For me, it works a lot of different ways because I write under so many different crazy circumstances, you know, Um, and having been doing it for so long, thank thank God, you know, that I've been blessed to be able to make a career out of this. Mm. Um, you, You find all kinds of different circumstances. So it's really important to be versatile, to be nimble and open to the process. So for me, with this particular moment, again, I was home every day. So I had tracks from different people that I wanted to write with. Some people that may have hit me up and been like, hey, I've got some tracks, you know, I'm doing some writing. Are you interested in collaborating? Or people that I was interested in working with and I just kind of reached out to and was like, hey, what's up? I'm home. I'm chilling. I'm working on my next album. So, you know, send me some tracks. What do you got in the archives? You know, what have you been working on? Um, Or, you know, there may be someone I want to work with and we build a concept from the ground up. So all of those things will be the story of what the the Ultra album is about. Um, This particular song, Gianni Romano, um, they kind of hit me a few times with a lot of different tracks. And my schedule was really crazy. So I think they may have even sent me this particular track maybe months in advance, maybe even a year in advance. I can't keep track, (laughs) but it's kind of like, okay, I have every intention of working on this song, on this track, please, you know, just, just bear with my crazy schedule. And then the pandemic hit. So that shut everything down. And and I I was able to like, okay, let me put my folder together of these tracks that I have that are really interesting that I want to double back and now address. So once I was able to do that, then I had this, this really great backing track that was kind of bare bones, bare minimum, gave me a lot of room to just um, experience experiment with a story. And mm. like I said, I, I kind of listened to what the the drums were doing, what the rhythm yeah. was doing. It had a, a really kind of um, cultural essence to it. And I just kind of lay back in the pocket and bounce off that groove mm. and let the, let the song kind of breathe and then speak to what I needed to feel at that moment, what I, how I needed to remember who I am and what, what I bring to the table as an artist and as an individual, and then also relay that to other people out there to find that same kind of inspiration because they often look to artists to help tell their stories and to help them um, just kind of speak to what they're feeling but maybe can't, don't have the platform to say themselves. Yeah. And did you have to record a lot of it at home maybe or did you still manage to get to a studio well i have a you know i have my my studio situation in my home uh to get my process done and you know that that happened years ago just kind of out of circumstance and out of necessity uh, you know as technology took over and um you just kind of needed to be in two places at one time Mm. so over the over the years i've just acquired more and more things to be able to, to do that myself and produce my vocals myself at home um and that was pretty much the way i did it so i just uh sat at my computer with my, you know, with my word doc open and just started letting the song speak and with the microphone open and just kind of humming ideas and things and fleshing it out as you go. And you double back and scratch that. And, oh, this thing off the top of the head was really good right here. Let me drill down on that a little bit more, you know? Yeah. What can we expect from the rest of the album as well? Is it quite similar to this song? I think there's a lot of different kind of energies and vibes going on on the Ultra album. I think what's important is that it's a collective of my stories and the different vibes that I feel because I'm, I, I don't find myself to be um, sort of a one trick pony or um, staying in one pocket all the time. I really yeah. go a lot of different places. And I think that's because at the very crux of it, I'm a soul, I'm a songwriter. 
um, and a storyteller. And so, and I, and I love dance music and I love house music and I love being able to go in all those different places and the, in the umbrella of, of this genre allows you to experiment in so many different places. So I think that the album will be a great example of, you know, what, what my place is in those different place, different uh, sounds and stories. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned earlier that the new song Miracle is what we need right now after two years of COVID. Oh and my God. <laughs> in a way, your classic song Free, which is 25 years old this year, mm-hmm. that's what we need as well because we want to be free, don't we? We absolutely do and always will. And mm. that song will always resonate with with people, with the generations, because in its uh, in its entirety, it it encapsulates what a lot of people cannot always articulate, yeah. and it gives people that feeling of empowerment, of release, of um, being understood, and being able to say, "This is this is how I feel, and this is what I need to move through this whatever this particular thing might be." And everybody's mm-hmm. story is different. Collectively, we were all feeling you know, the, the massive uh, sadness and drama and um, you just, just craziness of what the pandemic was. Like collectively, yeah. everyone around the world in this moment, you know, was feeling the same thing. It was so crazy to, to have that be the reality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was speaking to a lot of people and just feeling trapped and, and afraid. There was a lot of fear in the air. Um, and you needed, you needed that anchor. You needed an anchor of some, of some sort to, to make you feel, okay, it's going to be all right. Like we're, we're all in this together. We're linked together. Even on a budget quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In this chain, and it's going to be okay. That's important for, for what free is um, for nostalgia, for the future, for our, our current need to be buoyed. But then, you know, I'm also always a forward thinking artist. So I never rest on the the classic hits that I've garnered over the years. You know, for me, yeah. it's always still about all of the, the different stories and, um, and musicality that I like to express. And I, I'm so happy, you know, that the, the, the folks out there around the world are still open to that from me. They're still open to hearing, you know, different music from me, you know, continually free. Mm-hmm. Yes. It has been like such a great pinnacle and such a great song to have in my catalog. You know, I still sing it every single show, every, every single show since 1997 when it first came out, March 31st, 1997, you know, and, and that's a blessing to be able to do that. But it's also important to continue as an artist to feed your soul and continue to feed, you know, your legacy and mm. what music is doing currently. Yeah, absolutely. And even before COVID, everybody knew that song. Mm-hmm. What do you think the secret behind it is to still be popular after 25 years? I think there was so much organic and risky elements mm. put together to to create that work because we had no idea and we being myself moved to swing and my management um peace biscuit because we yeah. the three entities the three of us collectively crafted this song on all of the different levels and different elements that brought together what people now hear as a, as a final work we had no, we had nothing to lose at the time. I was no longer assigned to my major label deal. Um, I was embarking on a deal with a what we call a mini major with Strictly Rhythm. Um, if this was a new kind of song and 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 situation for them as well, as they had never signed an artist who was coming from the kind of experience that I had come from um, as a songwriter and as an artist, I was already well established. So they kind of just let me get on with whatever I was going to do. And um, that was a new thing for them. So there were a lot of firsts in there. So we took a lot of risks and we just kind of said, you know, let's just write the song that we want to write and not pay attention to what's going on in the charts, where music is moving, you know, all of those things. Like, let's just put the best of what we soulfully feel a good Mm. record should be and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Do you have any other songs that maybe didn't do as well in the charts, but you feel deserve equal recognition? Well, there's always millions of songs, um, you know, I've been a a songwriter from the beginning of my career since the first track that I wrote in 1989 with It's Over Now Mm. and, you know, um, released nine, you know, full length albums. So there are a lot of songs that are loved and adored by different collectives of people that may not have reached the commercial level of success as Free or Found a Cure um, in that way, but are loved just just as much and, and resonate just as much with people in the circles that, that, you know, that love it and get it songs like yeah. twisted or um, from even album tracks, like uh, situation critical, the actual album track, or, you know, some of my really early album works like desire. Um, I felt like that uh, stranger than fiction album came at a time when the music business was in a complete flip-flop yeah. um, after a Napster and file sharing kind of tanked oh, yeah. everything and the, the business was spiraling out. It was a really terrible time to release an album. So a lot of those songs from that album did not get the um, commercial 
push behind them as the situation critical album that brought you free and found a cure and, and new kind of medicine. So it was a matter of circumstances and timing that threw some of that off. But um, people love those records. And there's a story with with each album in an era in growth and my life and development and what was happening in music at the time. So I don't um, I don't necessarily have any regrets in terms of how things go. I feel like the universe always, always conspires to have me come out on top because I'm always working from a positive standpoint and I'm always continually working forward. Yeah. And that's interesting that you managed to get your hits in maybe at the perfect time before file sharing became a thing. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy. (laughs) That was a really, that, I mean, that was like, it's almost as crazy as the pandemic, except for being on lockdown and, and obviously losing a tremendous amount of people in a very short span of time. There's nothing that will ever be comparable to that, but um, you know, that, that moment when, and I believe it was in the early 2000s, somewhere around um, 04, 05, two, three, three to five, something like that. It was when it really hit hard um, and lab- major labels were folding mm. left, right and center. They were um, being uh, just dissolved or or actually merging with other labels. And, and it was just like a major crash and burn going on. So the whole yeah. the whole industry was spiraling out. The whole business model of making music was blowing up. And a lot of us that were signed to labels really had no idea where everything was going to land. And it was from that point, even in that that crazy, ridiculous moment, the benefit that happened was that we came to, we being, again, myself and my management came to a decision that this it makes no sense to try to now go try to find another record deal mm. after, you know, that whole thing just went haywire. I had great success with uh, A&M in the UK um, after Pre was signed to AMPM. And then the AM label picked it up from there. The major label um, took it from the dance imprint <laughs> off the label. But it was um, it was the time to then move completely independent. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And we've been independent ever since then and continually releasing records and then, you know, releasing hits like Automatic after that point. You know, those mm-hmm. things happened. Everything happened in a, in a really crazy, traumatic way. But out of that, it moves you to your next level of growth mm-hmm. and development. Now as well, you are also celebrating 30 years in the music industry and you're doing this by releasing two of your earliest albums on Mm -hmm. digital platforms for the very first time, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be digital and actually it'll be um, vinyl Mm -hmm. as well. We're trying to put it on all formats. So Situation Critical and Stranger Than Fiction are, you know, we're working really hard behind the scenes with BMG who now control those works um, and read them for Strictly Rhythm imprint and remaster and re-release them to the world, re-promote the whole, you know, the whole shebang. So (laughs) really it's kind of crazy. Like I've never been at this juncture in Mm. in my life where I'm actually working on three albums at the same time because (laughs) the brand new album, the ultra album coming out this summer. And then, you know, two, two previous albums that were, Mm. that were really loved. And I, and I get it from fans so often and they, they really love to have these albums again, especially in yeah. vinyl now, you know, if you missed it the first go around. So that feels really good to me for those records to get another day in the sun and yeah. to be appreciated again. Yeah. And when can we expect the full album to be out for Ultra? Which one? Ultra. <laughs> <The> Ultra. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Ultra album, we are, we're shooting towards uh, July to get that out. We really want that out for summer. Great. Well, in the meantime, where will we be able to find the latest song, Miracle? Miracle, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be on all platforms when it drops in early June. Yes, it's going to be on all platforms. Um, and, you know, I'm really excited what people will think, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for people to get new music. Um, we, we did put out uh, Supernatural last summer and yeah. um, kind of, you know, release remixes over the last six months. And that was sort of a brief introduction um, of new music coming. And that mm-hmm. was on uh, Skint, backed by BMG UK as well, with Funk Cartel out of the UK. And I've had a lot, a long, wonderful romance with the UK from the beginning of my career. So I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to um, you know, this new this new track and seeing what you guys think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, many thanks for joining us on the show today. It's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.